today is March 20th, 2021. Uh, today I'm joined by Josiah Iwamizu. <laughs> and uh, he's a brown belt. And uh, I'm not sure what school you're out of. I think you run your own school. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, it's not really a school. Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah, you're like totally unaffiliated, which is kind of cool. It's kind of like, uh, it's pretty admirable, actually, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I am affiliated under uh, Mr. Alex Lee. I'm uh-huh. not sure if you know him. Yeah. Okay. He used to live um, in Portland, and he lives in Denver now. Is that right? Yeah. That's yeah, cool. Logos. Nice. Logos Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. I don't think I've ever met him, but he looks like a cool guy. Yeah, he's super cool. Very chill. Yeah. Same. same all the homies are like that. Yeah. That's the glory of Jiu-Jitsu, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how long have you been training? Um, off and on since 2009. Nice. That's a pretty long time. And you just got your brown belt recently, huh? I think it was a couple months ago or something like that. Yeah. Alex, Alex to came to visit you. Yeah, he came to visit. He hit up all the homies and he hit up um, my uh, judo sensei, Justin Zabrowski. He runs IPFS in Albany. Nice. Nearest to, nearest to Corvallis. Yeah, so he hit up a bunch of my homies and they all came through. Um, or asked, pretty much just asked me to teach leg locks. And then uh, like a half hour, 45 minutes into it, uh, Alex was like, yo, um, I just got to say something about Joe. And I was like, all right. Something oh, happens. man. <laughs> yeah, he just got through it. Something bad like, happened. Bad. <laughs> That's awesome. What was your, like, initial reaction to it? Did you, like, freak out? That's, like, a pretty big deal, getting your brow belt. I, yeah, um. I think I made it more of a bigger deal when I got my judo brown belt. Yeah. It's, it's a little bit more, I think it's more traditional. Yeah. Um, I'll probably, I'll get some heat for that, but that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, it was, it was pretty surreal, but I mean, it's just different times right now. It's different gyms. So, I mean, I, I could probably tell you something different if it was not COVID times, but. Um, yeah. Times are pretty weird right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I just had a lot of stuff going on during the brown belt judo and when I got my purple belt. So, yeah. So like, yeah. did you start with judo? Is, uh, is that like your, your primary thing? Cause I know you're like super into judo too. Not necessarily. I ran into like a, a buddy that I grew up with and he introduced me to mixed martial arts. Actually, it was a mixed martial nice. arts training. I was trying to get, yeah, I was do, just doing it for more of a cross training to go play uh, basketball at co- local college. I was at, <laughs> Nice, you're a basketball player. I never would have guessed that. What? Can you can you slam dunk? Are you dunking? I'm too short for basketball. I think I like. I tried out for basketball. I think in like middle of high school, and I did not make it. <laughs> did you Did you do any other sports? Yeah, I was a big soccer player too. Yeah, hate relationship with that sport. Same, <laughs> it's rough. I I like uh, I played soccer in high school too, and I just remember it being very violent. The girls that play soccer are violent. It's a different game. Um, yeah, I definitely give it up to the ladies with the women's soccer. Um, I'm not a huge fan of men's soccer in particular because of the. The excessive flopping. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love the game. 
but yeah, this is why I don't like watching it anymore is because of that. Yeah, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, they're if, tough. If there's blood, they're probably not going to be a foul. <laughs> yeah, totally. So uh, your game is pretty like versatile. You've been competing a lot over the past, I don't know how many months now. You've been doing a lot of like the heart and hustle. Uh, do you have any yeah, like... I gotta, I gotta boy <laughs> yeah big shout out to ramon for like doing that that's been like Thanks. yeah that's been like a huge thing um down here in the pnw um and you've been really successful with that uh you had like a really long match uh who was that against you had like it was like 30 minutes like or something like that was with, uh, mr andrew weigel the other was my second match, which was against Mr. Morgan Matusik. I, I probably butchered his last name. That was at the last one. Yeah, that was those two matches in particular. But I think the one I had with Haven Kuki might have been the longest to date, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. I think that one topped out at like 30, 32 minutes, roughly. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that one was fun. That one was a lot of fun. Yeah. How did you feel after doing that? Great. <laughs> my <laughs> Hungry. Very hungry. Um, mm -hmm. I think I cramped up prior to him uh, getting his grip going on the breaking mechanics on that outside heel hook that he got me on. Yeah. Um, so like he had the grip. The break was just about to go on, and I was like, cramping. And with me and cramps, when I'm cramping, I, I, <laughs> oh. I especially with the calf one. So yeah. That's what happened. My left cramp, calf started cramping up during that match. Was great. You're dehydrated, probably. Yeah. Oh, probably. I didn't bring up uh, bananas of that tournament or that match. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good idea. I have to keep that in mind next time I go up there for a uh, heart and hustle. Uh, like, yeah, because I had I had a twenty four minute match and I just remember being so thirsty. Like ten minutes in, I was like already you know drenched in sweat. I was just thinking about, oh my god, I want water, but also uh, I need to get this person off of me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you watched Kobe Bryant when he played basketball. Just get back in the hooping thing. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you remember him buying his jersey, but that was from him drinking the sweat off his jersey. Oh my God. <laughs> you can't take a break. You can't have water. No, you got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So your game's really versatile from like what I've been seeing like out of your posts and your Instagrams, like all the competitions you've been doing. Um, what is like your favorite thing to play? Like you like a lot of judo and you do leg locks and stuff, but like what is your favorite? Good question. I don't know. <laughs> You're very versatile. It's really crazy watching you because like it's it looks like you just do whatever. Yeah. Um, I think when I tell my students that I have like a commitment issue with jiu-jitsu i don't like to like, fully commit to a position yeah that's fair or or, or even a submission because you're gonna give up like opinion i don't know top or who knows in the scenario i can't really think of one off the top of the head but yeah as far as favorite i'd probably probably uh the wrestling stand-up aspect because you kind of it's hard to find somebody especially in a tournament or a match setting to that will want to yeah that will want to yeah. wrestle yeah i and was back on the Haven match just kind of took me out of it because I didn't expect him to wrestle but I knew deep down that him from coming from uh, wrestling at North Valley potentially mm -hmm. um, that he was going to wrestle with me um, but yeah it threw me out of my game a little bit so, but I had fun with him but um, probably 
probably uh, the wrestling judo and then a very close second passing game. Yeah, I really like counter wrestling a lot. I was actually kind of surprised too at the last uh the last tournaments uh cuz every heart and hustle I've done usually is like someone pulling guard. Like a lot of girls don't really wrestle well. Uh and uh, the last one everybody was standing up and just like collar tie really heavy. Yeah, I was tired. I was like, "Okay, ladies." <laughs> I'm not the greatest wrestler, but I actually really like it. I, I love to counter wrestle. I think that's like my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think what I tell my couples do is that uh, if you stop moving when you're on your feet and not on the, the ground, you're, you're going to lose because as long as you keep moving, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So uh, let's talk about your school. Uh, what's the name of it? Your little dojo. Unofficially. The, the Iwamizu Do, just the, the Iwamizu way. I believe that's what the Do, do translates to. It's like way or Do. I love seeing style. it. It looks yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> uh, you don't have that many students, do you? You train with your brother, no. which is pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. And is this? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Um. Is this at your house? Yeah. That's awesome. It's good to have the space to do that because, like, I noticed, like, throughout this whole quarantine, it's really, like, with the gyms being closed and stuff, like, having space and, like, a place to train is, like, really top priority. And as far as, like, advancing your jiu-jitsu, there's, like, other ways, like, you know, there's so many different ways to learn jiu-jitsu, whether it just be, Mm -hmm. like, watching videos or, like, drilling by yourself, but, like, if you have the space... And like mats and stuff, and like training partners, it's like you're gonna make it through and you're really gonna start advancing. Cause, like, I don't know, outside of the traditional classroom setting, uh, it turns more into experimental, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so too, especially when you get it up in the upper ranks. Purple Dog, I started noticing that mm-hmm. more experimenting. Yeah, it's like, uh, you don't like, yeah, because usually in like gyms and stuff, it's so structured and like everything is laid out and you know in a curriculum and stuff. But like, if you have the opportunity to like, kind of like, pick out whatever you want to train that day, it's like I think you could really like break through some stuff that way rather than structure, structure, structure. And then you can play like, oh, this is working for me, so let's show this, and maybe it'll work for you. Yeah, it's just all experimental, and it's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely uh, was on that line for a long time uh, prior to COVID, was just doing my own thing, filling it out, what I wanted to do for the day. Yeah. Uh, But I think now, since my little brother moved in, I've gotten him on the curriculum because he didn't, he's never trained before. He's an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, newer people definitely need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Does this he? Been nice, I think, because I, I swear by it. I think the reason why my jiu-jitsu's gotten better is because of teaching. Yeah, I I actually really like that too. Um, I have like a small like amount of opportunities to teach, and like it definitely teaches me a little bit about myself, and like it shows me, like what what works for somebody if i'm teaching it to them is it working for them or is it just working for me so i need to like polish it up to make it work for both of us equally 
which is yeah, exactly yeah uh, is your brother like do you guys butt heads a lot <laughs> nah, that's nah. awesome <laughs> I wish my siblings did jujitsu. I feel like I would love that. We used to, it was funny, like, we used to, like, fight each other all the time, but my none of my sisters are really athletic. I just have sisters, but, yeah, I'm, like, the athlete in the family. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so. Pretty much all of us have played sports. There's my my dad, when he was married, my mom hit three boys and then one, one um, girl. <laughs> she probably hated it, huh? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but we're all close though. And then, That's um, good. My my pops remarried. Oh, the light went out. Um, had four of the boys, but we're pretty much all of us were athletes. Like, the boys all grew up playing uh, American football, and then mm-hmm. um, him. But now is Renee transitioning? Uh, played uh, her and I played soccer for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. Real football. Nice. Um, yeah, all athletes. Uh, Michaela and Missy played volleyball with a stud libero. Nice. Just defense and server. Yeah, it was a lot of fun watching her play. Yeah, that's a tough sport, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like it doesn't look real tough, but it actually is. <laughs> you get strong yeah, ass legs. To help Michaela get on some of the high school teams, get better and stuff. Certain. Um, I don't know, technique with bumps and setting. Yeah. It's some oh, real shit. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. You guys like have each other to like, you know, help. Like, I think that that definitely helps you be a better athlete as well. I think so too. Yeah. Especially coaching them, um, the younger boys and Zach in particular in sports and being around in the high school sports too, and be able to mm-hmm. have that privilege and blessing to teach them too. It's kind of translated into uh, jujitsu too. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh yeah, that's well, awesome. Already ahead of the curve too, as far as teaching. Yeah how how uh how long has your brother been doing jujitsu for? I think he moved up here in like August, July. That's that's not, not that long. long. Not that long. Yeah. Not yeah. That long. Is he gonna be competing? I think so. That's the ultimate goal. Um, he's yeah, gonna he's be smashing people, he, huh? Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, we only put the judo. Him and Ramon are still kind of learning that aspect. So it's kind of hard to learn the throws when you're just doing over under hooks. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of upper body contortion where if you have the or rotation rather. If you have a, a gi on, it's easier to just pull that lapel up the sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to do a no gi, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. See a little bit more foot sweep action going on. I love a good drop, say, a nagi. Oh, yeah. If you can hit that, it's just. just that's one of my favorite throws, I think. It's so good looking. Oh, most judo is good looking. It's just, I feel like compared to wrestling, it's just like a beautiful way to take someone down. I don't know. Some of those high cross singles are pretty cool, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, fireman's carry. Yeah. I like that a lot, too. Yeah. That used to be in the judo old school curriculum. Mm-hmm. The fireman's carry. They called it the katagaruma. Oh, nice. I need to learn all the names. I only know a few. I did, like, a little bit of judo when I was a white belt, but it was, like, it was really hard for me because uh, I, A, was, like, the smallest person and the only female in there. And it's, yeah, and he's very good at judo. It's it was just really rough for me. I kept getting like injured and stuff, so I like yeah, gravitated. 
Mm-mm. I gravitated more towards jujitsu. It was nice though. Um, like, yeah, and I was a white belt in jujitsu then, and I was new to judo, so it was like, yeah, it was kind of nice to learn a little bit, but right. yeah. So let's talk about your sponsors and stuff. Like, I know you've got a lot of people that are supporting you. I see it all the time. Yeah, there's uh, probably the homies, actually. The Natural Roots have been on the longest, on this longest, as far as this roster of sponsors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I also work for them, too. They do uh, distillation, um, CO2 distillation. That's some good-looking stuff. Yeah, it's really pretty stuff. It's definitely an art form in there. I can't really talk much about it, um, just uh, like what we do in there. That's fair. Um, yeah. But, yeah, they're great guys. Um, you got to go and hop on Leafly and Weed Maps to figure out who the dispensers in there because I couldn't tell you uh, off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Hundreds of dispensers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leafly um, is a great tool. Yeah, it is. Um. Well, we'll throw on cannabis. There's two other people that popped on. I'm going to shout them out right now. I was going to do it on Instagram. But uh, SAG and Pinkies, they are the, probably the newest in, um, as far as the front runners for the actual flower form. They do a couple other products too, but they are very, very, very similar to the Cookies brand, uh, the Blue Bag. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with that brand from Burner. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they do great product. Uh, they are so far exclusively in the lemonade stores. One's in Tigard and the other one's in Portland. I couldn't tell you where that's at. <laughs> it's somewhere. Yeah, those guys are the homies. I got to I gotta talk with Marcus today for about a few minutes, uh, as well as yesterday. Great guys, both Pinkies and Sags. Great. Awesome. Um, yeah, with that, they're going to be uh, trying to get me a little bit more exposures for this high-level um, tournaments and super fights. Yeah, I saw you got a announcement coming up. Do you want to share that on the that podcast? Was, that was yeah. Okay. Good. Congratulations. That's really awesome. Uh, and then I also got a shout out, Mr. Dimitri, because uh, he was probably the one that actually really got me that. He also is one of the salesmen um, and one of the lab guys as well at Natural Roots. Uh, I don't think without him I would have gotten that sad pinky sponsorship. So yeah. shout out to him. Well deserved. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, IPFS, judo, uh, nogi judo, jiu-jitsu, nogi, and gi judo, or uh, excuse me, gi and nogi jiu-jitsu, as well as nogi and gi judo. <laughs> um, and they do MMA too, but IPFS is integrated fighting pattern uh, systems. That's what I do with Justin Sensei. Uh, okay. Judo. I'll have to uh, check so that long, out. Long, long time ago, I actually was trying to do some MMA, but. Um, Prior to me getting out of May from soccer, I tore my retina, so I can't really do any of that crazy stuff. Nope. You'll mess it nope. up even more. Big time. And I'm Southpaw, so my right eyeball is the one that's going to be up in front. I'm a Southpaw as well. <laughs> that's what it's at. Yeah. <laughs> Goofy foot skating. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't walk into that cross, though. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most everybody's working on spider, too. Uh huh. Totally. So, do you smoke weed yeah, every day? So, uh, <laughs> Before and after training, during training, sometimes depending on the group of guys. And if it's just my little brother and I, we smoke during it too, just to 
because it's different. Like like you said, it's it's a little different times. It's not so mm-hmm. structured, so it's a little bit more laid back. I'm, I'm definitely giving him a crash course and what it's going to be like if he wants to do an actual class scenario. Yeah, um, it's nice that yeah, it's laid we're, back. We're, we're I'd probably say it's more of a workshop dojo than an actual gym gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I could, he teaches me something new. Uh, shit. If you're not going there with a white belt mentality, even if you're colored belt, I think you're losing. Oh, yeah, totally. You you always got to, like, be ready to learn something. You never stop learning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's would you say, like, yeah, would you say, like, smoking is, like, kind of enhancing as far as, like, jujitsu and your experimentation goes, like? Honestly, I have bad ADHD, so I want to not get off topic. Yeah. Go off of certain tangents when I teach. That's so funny you say that. Yeah, I'm super ADHD myself. (laughs) I like, well, I just started taking medication and stuff for it, and it sucks. Like, I hate, I hate being so scatterbrained. But yeah, weed, weed's something that has helped me in the past and stuff. Yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it sucks because, like, um, there have been times when I'm, like, in the classroom setting and it's, like, so hard for me to, like, pay attention sometimes. But sometimes I can, like, really – most of the time I'm, like, really hyper-focused on jiu-jitsu, which is, like, really helpful, I think, as far as ADHD goes. Well, I think they kind of go hand-in-hand. Hand. You have certain areas that you're probably going to have hyper-focus because I've definitely noticed that. Yeah, sometimes, like, if I'm learning a specific, like, area of jujitsu that I don't really like, I get really bored, and it's hard for me to pay attention. I'm like, man, I want to learn this, but, you know, you right. can't always choose that. And, you know, half the yeah. time, it's not even the, uh, the random questions that happen in class that get people off tangent, I think. Mm-hmm having the privilege to teach and having ADHD and a limited focus or, or a, a attention span. Mm-hmm. Like I keep my, I, I keep the technique or, or at least when I'm just speaking about the technique very short, cause mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't have the five minute span to let them talk about the technique. So I, I teach a technique maybe two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah. So you're like drill, 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 drill. Yep. Yeah. I think so like, I you know, and I can say my yeah. Plus, it's a little bit more. I only have two students, so mm-hmm. it's a little bit more intimate. So. Yeah, yeah. That's that's legit. And uh, eventually, I think your brother will like see a gym, probably. You know, I think I, so. Yeah, yeah. Where would you want him to go if he were ever like train somewhere? Oh, funny you mentioned that. We, uh, there's something in the works, actually. I just can't say anything about it soon. But there's definitely that's a surprise. That's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, man, ADHD is such a bitch. I've been like talking about that a lot lately, and it's just—it's really cool to like talk to other people about it because it's just like it—it affects like a lot. And yeah, you said like the way you teach—I actually teach like that kind of myself. Um, when I do like privates sometimes, and uh, I like to really just like keep people drilling, and if they want to stop and ask questions, of course, like I'll answer them, but. Yeah, because if you give me the chance to, like, talk about something, I'll just go on and on and on. And then I'll talk about something else. <laughs> yep, that's me too. I'm one of those people I'll send 15 text messages and they have nothing to do with each other's <laughs> continuity. Uh-huh, totally. <laughs> yeah. So are you competing anytime soon? Do you got anything in the works? You said... Uh, I'm taking the 
taking this rest of this month off just to chill and get mm-hmm. everybody sauced up in the dojo. But yeah, I think half the the middle of April blocked off because my fiance's birthday. I got we got to do the thing. Oh, awesome! Yeah, happy birthday! Um, right? Yeah. <laughs> happy um, birthday from Grip yeah. Games. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably at the end of the month. I I always stay ready. Well, we always try to take each other in here. That's the way to do it. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting to see what's up. Trying to see what's up with the Sankey, the SAG and Panky's sponsors. See if they you know, are actually uh, going to really go through with the sponsorship. I'm really excited about it. So I want to I wanna get a little bit more higher level matches and mm-hmm. uh, tournaments lined up. Do you plan on like traveling any? I know like there's been a lot of like the submission hunter or submission only series, um, yeah, stuff one like of that. My, uh, OG training partners, Tyler. I was telling you about a new one out by him, actually in Philadelphia, but same time. Nice. Um, Emerald Invitation, Emerald City Invitational, I believe is what it's called. Oh, cool. Is that in California? Nah, it's over in Jersey. Oh, okay. Okay. That'd be fun to go out there. Yeah, um, he was like, oh, he's on the undercard. I honestly don't care. I'm trying to just get looks on that. Mm-hmm. I, I believe they stream on Flow Grappling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would definitely get looks on that then. Right, yeah, since the SUG won't get anybody that's under or uh, not a black belt. You have to be a black belt. <laughs> oh, on Submission Underground? Yeah, I've been trying to plug myself in there ever since I got my first win on there on the fourth one they had. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on it seems like i think like with more people getting vaccinated there will be more i think so too i think that's what i was just talking to somebody about that i'm thinking i'm gonna get vaccinated too just to start doing all these events that are back east because that's where all the high level guys are at back mm-hmm. east. yeah totally new york new jersey yep. even in florida and stuff oh yeah have you ever done a an ibjjf tournament Nah. Nah, not your thing? Yeah. I mean, ever, since I got my brown belt on Alex Lee, I'm pretty sure he's a black belt affiliate with IBGGF or recognized. So my, I think my brown belt's legitimized through him. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, I'm just not trying to give those bad association monies because... It's a capitalist yeah. fucking... <laughs> it's a very, like... They're, I'm, I'm they're kind of dirty. The $50, $60 tournaments, you know what I mean? Those are cool. Where you're not going to get any money back. I'm like, don't, don't get me wrong. You, you ask for $100 $120, you put it in a pot. It's like poker. You just get these 16 knuckleheads to see mm-hmm. you play for first and second. I'm with that. Yeah, totally. But if you're paying $120 upwards, and that's not including your yearly membership with IBJGF. And they don't even. Yeah. You lose your first match, you're out. And that's not including your traveling expenses. It's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hard. Like, and they don't really like do a lot for the athletes anyway. Like, it's so regulated and it's so like nitpicky. Like, you can be DQ'd for like wearing, you know, wearing the wrong gi. It's, That's true. It's it's crazy. It's like oh, I walk in here with a gi on and I just paid a hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> it's like come on, man. <laughs> yeah. They're, um, yeah, it's cool. I think, like, I've competed through them, but, like, I've lost a lot of respect for them in the past, like, you know, couple years, of course. They've done some, like, I don't know. They're just seem really scummy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
and for lack of better words, the the smaller tournaments, and I, I don't say smaller, just the smaller venue. Yeah. Um, like the first finishers MMA tournaments they're doing those they, those guys are getting high level guys. The, the first one they put on. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. After them, I think the submission pros started popping up. Like everybody started popping up. There were little venues. They started getting super high level athletes. Mm-hmm. People are starting to branch out from the IBJJF. You see, like, a lot of it because, like, it's, you know, the most prestigious tournament. It's, like, the the most money-making, at least as far as then. The athletes really don't make shit. Um, but it's it's got the most coverage, so, of course, that's what you see. People want to, like, represent that. And it's just like, oh, there's so, much, so many other, like, better options. Especially, oh, yeah. like, rule formats and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's... I think it's good in a sense that like learning the rule sets forces you to like use your brain and like in the middle of a match and like really yeah, it's focus a game within the game. Yeah. It's, and it's hard, but it's like submission only and like EBI is like, it's also like its own thing. And it's like, I like, personally have gotten like way more aggressive from like doing sub only matches. Like I used to be, I still am like, I'm still working on it, but it's like, I uh, have always been like really passive in my game and like, you know, a little bit relaxed, (laughs) you know, a little more than I want to be sometimes. And it's not good for me. And uh, I think like competing in submission only formats is starting to change that a lot. Like, I've been seeing yeah, that. No, the, 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 excuse me, stutter. The no time limit formats too. I think it brings a different animal to the equation. Yeah, it's like you can either start out really, really fast and get that shit done with, or you can like pace yourself a little bit and see, you know, where it goes. And I personally, you know, I'm not usually the one to like get get it on really fast. Um, I'm usually like. I want to feel out the person a little bit, but usually, I don't know, people, everybody rolls differently, <laughs> which, <laughs> yeah, I've definitely had the uh, matches it's where it's like, it's like, oh, everybody can say something and then that person can be completely different once they bump knuckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to adapt to who you're going with and you really don't yeah. have time to like gauge it because it's like, oh. Your reaction to their reaction is has to be immediate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Unless you've like trained with them before or something and or you've competed with them before, but still like people change. And that's like the cool part of jujitsu too, is like you could have you could have competed so with someone all the way from white belt to purple belt and they've com- they're completely different. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably say that about my OG trainer partner, Tyler, because I was heavy under the, the the leg locks <laughs> way back when we were both white belts. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was on the train, but not as deep as he is now, I think. So, yeah, I think that definitely plays in the part with the people changing in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Were you heel-hooking people at white belt? Yeah, I was one of those. Hell yeah. I was was one of those. (laughs) That's so funny. I was one of those, too. It's okay. I was doing a judo class, too. Oh, my God. They probably hated you. 
they, they showed us the Kana Basami. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> the the leg, yeah, that else is leg town. Yeah. Leg, uh, take thing. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, there was a kid in there. I don't know if he's gonna probably follows you, but Ryson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a brown belt. We a lot. The, excuse me. He's a black belt. A lot of the, the younger um, black belts that train at Portland Judo were actually part of the Oregon State Judo Club, which were I was at for a long time before I met uh, my current judo sensei. Mm-hmm. But the head sensei at that judo club, uh, Hagimoto uh, Yutaki Hagimoto sensei, mm-hmm. uh, was actually training with Justin sensei. So the same thing. Oh wow! Uh, their sensei Bob Van Patten. Yeah. Um, fourth or fifth degree black belt in judo. Yeah, all the those guys in that little uh, circle were savages back then. They were doing some no gi judo when it wasn't a big thing. Mm-hmm. That's a big uh, gym. A lot, a lot of standing wrist locks mm-hmm. and and arm breaks. Yeah, a lot yeah. of mean, 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 mean um, uh, breaks. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like being in that room sometimes, but yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of those dudes in the Portland Judo Club really sick judo, mm-hmm. especially since the 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 Wong brothers, Andy and Louie, are. Uh, Is it an Olympic? Like, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they got some Olympians in there. Um, you gotta be training hard. <laughs> yeah, even the uh, the headhead sensei Roy um, is pretty savage. I've heard too. I haven't had a chance to do some tachiwaza with him. Mm-hmm. Um, some stand up. But yeah, from what the stories I hear from my buddies, um, yeah, he's a, a, a beastie. That's awesome. That's scary. Standing wrist locks. I've seen so many videos of like people in jiu-jitsu tournaments doing those. Like they're spinning with the gi. I'm like, wow, that's so fast. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, imagine it when like they just grab that rappel grip and then get wrist lock, not with all that spinning crap. <laughs> yeah, it's basic. People like yeah, right? I seen like videos of yeah all the spinning so I'm like that's so like it's a little extra but whatever it's a wrist lock <laughs> yeah I like it <laughs> are you training over the weekend definitely training after this I need to get some rolls and move a little today I was lazy yeah I've been pretty cool, lazy cool. since I got off work. Yeah, rest days are nice. I'm. I feel like <laughs> the older I get, I'm like, oh, I need. I definitely need a rest day. I used to like go pretty hard all the time, and I can't do that because I get injured and stuff. Oh, I think there's something you said like to do absolutely nothing versus like an active rest day. Like you, your foam rolling, mm-hmm. your lacrosse ball, mm-hmm. all that jazz. Yeah, I love a good hike on my active recovery day. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I, yeah, I would go play some uh, soccer or shoot some hoops, play some 21 or whatever. And that sounds like a blast. Day, it's lighter, lighter than jujitsu. I'll tell you that. Anything is lighter than jujitsu. I feel like <laughs> sometimes, depending on who yeah. you train with, really. I I train with some really like tough people, so <laughs> we give each other Thanks some. For, uh, you know, like Dustin Castleberry and uh, Colton Sample, huh? I was over there for a while. I actually uh, okay. switched schools, but I have been at Art of War. Um, oh, yeah. I'm under. Right. Yeah, and I also train uh, in the Gi at Northwest. And I've just been um, – they're not open right now, but I've been, like, going um, to my professor's house and training with them and stuff, which That's is pretty so. cool. Yeah, <laughs> a little basement jiu-jitsu. So. 
speakeasy yeah. style. Yeah, that's how it's gotta be. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was awesome talking to you. Would you like to share any more before we uh, head on out of here? No, nah, I, don't, I don't think I have anything. It was nice talking with you. It was great to talk to you. We got we got to do this again. I would always love to have you back on here. I'm like always down to talk about jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. You as well. Mm-hmm.